This is the Wrecked to Reformed podcast. And welcome back to Wrecked to Reformed podcast. I'm your host, Randy Adkins. And today, we're talking about prayer. And as we get into this topic on prayer, I want to read a text from the book of James, James chapter 1, starting in verse 2. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect work, perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. Now, as we talk about prayer, some things to remember is that the God that we pray to is the God of the universe. He is the living God, as George Mueller puts it in Answers to Prayer. And if you haven't either read that book or listened to the audio book that is free on YouTube, by the way, um, I would encourage you to listen to that audio book. It is called Answers to Prayer by George Mueller. But as we pray, we need to pray in faith. And many people get that confused. We're not just praying to some esoteric being out there in the universe that may or may not hear us. If we are in Christ, if we're truly born again, we have access to God through Jesus. We have an anchor within the veil. And we have access to God who answers prayer. And we come to God in faith. Now, I want to go over a few different things. What What's some of the ways that we can come to God without faith, where we're actually lacking faith, even though we're coming to God in prayer? That is, one, one aspect can be prayer with a plan B. So think about that for just a moment. Do you ever go into your praiser, pra, praiser, prayer closet um, and, and get on your knees and pray, and yet... You're not expecting, really, an answer to your prayer. You're really just trying to appease your conscience by going into prayer, but you're not really expecting an answer. So you are coming up the whole time while you're praying. You're coming up with plan B. Well, you know, yes, the Bible says that I should trust God and wait on the Lord and all these things, and that He will guide our steps and and everything. And yet... I am praying with a plan B that if if this if God doesn't answer then then I've got this I'll I'll make it work somehow or I'll uh, get the extra funds or I'll do this or I'll do this you know if if I lose this job then I'll I'll go over here and find this one instead of waiting on the Lord trusting him in in faith and so the one aspect of coming to God Lacking faith is having a plan B. How often do we really 
expect? Or are we really spending time in prayer to seek the Lord until He answers our prayers? There's, there's so many times that I can think back on the times that God answered prayers that, that I would pray and then immediately or, you know, shortly after that, then He would answer. One particular time, very recently, actually, I was, uh, I was listening to a sermon and I was praying about ministry and, you know, what, what can I do uh, other than the podcast as far as ministry? And that same day, I get a customer comes in and he happens to be a pastor of a church right down the road. And he asked me, ended up after we got to talking and everything, I found out he was a Christian, he was a pastor, and he found out that I was a Christian and a preacher. And um, and he asked me if I wanted to come down and preach. And I was like, well, yeah, actually, I was just praying about that. And and so we were we kind of chuckled about the 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 providence of God in, in answering prayers. And that was immediate. Like I was praying, and then just a minute or two later, he walks in. And it was an immediate answer to prayer. So many times when we're truly seeking the Lord and having a burden in prayer, uh, we should really, really expect an answer to prayer. There are times when God leads us to prayer that we can't not pray. You know, and some people would chafe up against that idea, but it's true. Now, another aspect of prayer that we really need to wrap our minds and hearts around is trusting the Lord in prayer. So, obviously, the Bible teaches us to pray according to God's will. You know, in, in the, the time that Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, it's called the Lord's Prayer. It's better the, uh, the disciples' prayer because Jesus was teaching them to pray. And he says, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So it's praying according to God's will and not our own. But we, we bring all of our cares and worries and we lay them at the feet of Jesus in prayer. And we bring our petitions and yet we, we have to have this trust in the Lord according to his will, that his will and his answer is best. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was praying and, and sweating great drops of blood, and he said, you know, if it's possible, move this, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So it is a, a yes, bringing our petition and our cares and our worries to God, and yet trusting the Lord for the answer. Not that we have to have the answer our way. We're not in control. God is. So it's a it's a trusting God in prayer. It is being at peace as to whatever God's will is and praying according to God's will. It's trusting the one who is best. That is God. I mean, when you think about the character of God, he is the thrice holy God of the universe. He is the best and greatest being. He is the most kind, the most loving, the most gracious. He loves you, if you're in Christ, more than you will ever comprehend. As much as deity itself can love, 
I mean, the Bible says that the Father loves us as much as he loves his own Son if we're in Christ. So how much more should we trust the one who loves us more than we can comprehend that his will for us is best? And that we can live a life glorifying to him according to his will when we're trusting him in prayer. How, how awesome it is to really dive into the scriptures and, and learn who this God is. I mean, I was, I was in a Bible study and I was, I was telling a dear brother um, this particular thing. It's, it's like Moses knew who God was. He knew that he was merciful and gracious and full of loving kindness. And when the, the Israelites sinned, he turns to God and he says, Don't answer their prayers. Like he's he's so upset that these people would sin against God that he doesn't want God to answer their prayers because he knows how good he is. Now, obviously, God answers prayers according to his will. And even the prayer that Moses prayed, I think, was a good prayer. But when we're trusting the Lord in prayer, it is laying our own selfish ambitions to the side, our own dreams, our own plans. We, we come to get our hearts right as far as our will being lined up with whatever God's will is. We don't go to God with this, you know, I, I want this and I will pray until I get it. And sometimes that is God's will, that we pray until we receive something. But we're commanded to pray according to God's will, so even the prayers that we pray are according to God's will. And so he answers prayers according to his will. That's something that we really need to grasp as far as prayer. And then another aspect is don't pray with self-preservation. This kind of goes with, you know, trusting the Lord in prayer. Don't pray with self-preservation. You know, too often we, we pray, you know, Lord, use me for something. Glorify your name to, to further the kingdom of, of God, to preach the gospel. And yet, we pray with self-preservation. So we're we're in this defensive mindset that, that we don't want to pray too much. You know, we don't want to be too sanctified. We don't want to be too holy. We don't want to give up too much. So we pray in this kind of self-preservation type mentality. What if I have to go through something difficult? What if, what if God wants me to be in something that's scary, in a position where I might actually get hurt or I might actually die? This is not the prayers that we see in the early church. This isn't the lifestyle. This isn't the fearlessness we see in Scripture. And yes, we see a lot of fear like Peter denying the Lord three times because he's afraid of a girl who might out him as a disciple of Jesus, as Jesus is being taken away to these illegal um, trials at night. So he was fearful. Even though earlier he told Jesus that even if... Everyone else walks away. Even if I have to die, I will not deny you. And what happened? Jesus, Jesus looks at him and he says, Before the rooster crows, 
you will deny me three times. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And so we don't want to have this self-preservation type mentality. We also don't want to fall into the, the trap of spiritual pride, where we think more highly of ourselves, where we, we think, oh, I would never give in to these things. Because when we put ourselves on a pedestal like that, we better watch it. We better take caution. Because when we start to think more highly of ourselves, God will humble us. I've been there many times. I remember one time I was uh, I went to get lunch, and I seen this uh, this girl that she she looked you know, anyway. Um, she was saying, "Just be yourself and and do what makes you happy." And me over here as a fairly new Christian, am thinking to myself, and my 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 spirit within me was provoked, as Paul says, and yet I was fearful. And I said nothing. And I went back to work with lunch and a grief in my soul that I was afraid to say something. That I was afraid to confront this obvious error with the truth of Scripture. That, no, 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 the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Don't do what makes you happy. Do what glorifies God. Do what is pleasing in God's sight. And I know that I would have probably had some conflict there. So don't pray with some kind of self-preservation. Don't give in to the spiritual pride that you, th- you think more highly of yourself than you ought to. We have to be very careful. So just to kind of go over these things, um, things to avoid, prayer with a plan B, don't be trusting in a in a secondary thing. Don't be trusting, excuse me, in a in a plan B. And don't pray with self-preservation as though your will is somehow better than God's will. But pray trusting the Lord in prayer. And an, another thing that we should definitely remember is to wrestle in prayer. To really spend our time seeking the Lord, meditating on His Word. Why why do you think that so many Christians are so weak? So many Christians are so fearful. It's because they're not spending time in the Word. They're not spending time in prayer. They have all these things that are so distracting to the mind and the heart. They think that they get peace from YouTube or Facebook or all this stuff. And it doesn't give us any peace. Especially if we're truly Christians, our peace only comes from communion with God. Our peace only comes from meditating on His Word, which is our spiritual food. It strengthens us. It strengthens our faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing according to the Word of Christ. So when we're meditating on the Word of God, it will strengthen our faith because... The Word of God is empowered by the Holy Spirit to those who are in Christ Jesus, to those who are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. We not only have our spiritual strength 
given to us and strengthened by the Word of God. But we also, when we pray, we're praying to the living God who truly answers prayers. So when we pray, oftentimes we need to pray and just wait for an answer. And when we don't see an answer, we continue to pray, and then we wait for an answer. And a lot of times, God will answer through His Word. He will answer our question, a theological question, or guidance question in His Word. And sometimes by providence, as what I was talking about earlier. So, we, we really need to seek God in prayer and meditate on the Word of God because it strengthens us as a Christian. It weans us off of this world and pre- prepares us for the next. It actually truly prepares us to die, to die with honor, to die with faith. That we're not going into this, this black abyss in fear, but that we've been truly been born again. If we are in Christ, we have a hope that is so immeasurable, such an uncomprehensible gift that we have in Jesus. So when we pray, trust God, trust in faith, believing that He is, and He is the one who rewards those who diligently seek Him. Well, I hope this has been encouraging and helpful. If you would like to, we have now a way of donating if you want to support us for the podcast as well as the ministry of Rec to Reform Studios, which will be launched on YouTube very soon. We'll start doing the uh, the podcast both on the podcast apps and on YouTube. And all those links will be in the show notes. So, and with that, God bless.